0: so hello everyone and thank you for listening to episode four of the page by page campaign on carpe dm um wow we're, we're on episode four already it's been like two months since we started this project so uh if you're still sticking with us fantastic uh this is your first time you're going to be lost as all hell so please go back and listen to not episode four uh, just start somewhere better than here because uh, we're we're jumping right into the action. Uh, but first, a quick recap of where we are. In the previous episode, our heroes were pursuing a lead on the whereabouts of Mysterious Lenore, or was that her real name? Regardless, she seemed to be at least somewhat connected to the odd events that have occurred in the town of Orton, and, and there was reason to believe that she had interest in an abandoned iron mine north of town. Choosing to investigate, they breached the mine and found it largely abandoned, save for a horde of goblins that they swiftly dispatched. Following the one sided battle, our party discovered a deep and rough hewn hole leading out of the mine proper down into parts unknown. Deciding to throw caution to the wind, they descended and found a series of caves and chambers containing a vast subterranean river and strange cavern filled with crystals that seemed to affect their minds. Making a swift exit toward what seemed like a large carved doorway, the team has attracted the attentions of. something. And that's where we pick off because last time you guys had uh, found yourselves in this here crystal chamber and you've spectacularly failed a stealth check and you heard some sort of really loud screeching sound coming from the direction of the river that you came up to get here. Uh, we are not jumping right into combat, but uh, we are close. You guys don't know how much time you have, but uh, if you want to do anything, now now is the time because something is absolutely coming. I'm going to tell my- from which direction. uh uh, yeah absolutely the uh hang on i will ping it the direction that you guys came from over there i'm
1: gonna ready my bow
0: Uh, cool cool cool. anybody else wanting to do anything yeah give me one quick sec sorry i'm just
2: checking my spells
0: yeah uh i'm gonna use divine sense
3: so i'm gonna i'm just mainly just testing if it is good or evil and or if it is celestial fiend or undead
0: uh yeah, so you don't have to roll for that, right? You just uh, can tell these things. Correct. Uh, uh What? Oh, oh. 60 feet so within. It's hard. So um, I Yeah, uh, it's not quite that close, but like any second now. And hey, oh shit! You you are you are concentrating on the spell, and you get a whiff of something, and you can tell there is definitely something. Uh, that's evil, and something that is undead both, which is always a delightful combination, that's coming down this uh, the tunnel, and seconds later, you see this thing uh, emerge, and it is. What we see is basically a giant snake. It's 15, 20 feet long, and it looks like there's no flesh on it. Uh, it is basically, it uh, looks like a sca- snake skeleton that's been animated, and uh, Though very animated and looks very angry and is slithering in the tunnel and stares right at you guys with this horrible kind of snake skeleton visage and makes this weird screeching sound, which doesn't make any sense because it doesn't have vocal cords that you can see. But hey, it's D&D. And you guys are going to roll initiative because we're going right into combat. (laughs) (laughs) Initiative rolls...
1: Roll better next time, Daniel.
4: <laughs> uh, right. I, I
5: didn't even see what I got.
1: <laughs> oh, look. You
0: rolled a two. So, oh look, that's it is that is pretty terrible. So, we're gonna roll for this thing really quick. All right, so very top of the order, it looks like we're going to have Mosher. Then, following that, we're gonna have Yaku coming right on his heels. We're gonna have Fetral coming. And third, then we're going to have our undead snake friend followed closely by Soulgrid. And then bringing up the rear, we're going to have John. All right, Mosher, you're top of the order. What are you doing? You see an undead snake.
4: Awesome. I am going to cast Chill
0: Touch. So you're rolling for 13... By that'll work, I mean it is not immune to that kind of damage because it's necrotic damage and usually Undead are immune to that, but this thing is not for some odd reason. Uh, However, the 13 is not going to hit its AC, so you reach out with your spectral hand and it just falls short. Anything else you're doing?
4: Yeah, I should have studied my stuff.
0: Uh, Oh, you, got, you got time, but uh, yeah, if you want to move or anything, now would be the time, but uh, you, you, you pretty much shoot your shot as far as your action went.
4: Well, I have a, I have Quicken Spell.
0: Okay. Which,
4: uh, let's me um, So when I cast a spell that has a casting time of one action, I can spend two sorcery points to change the casting time to one Bonus action.
0: Okay. You wanna you wanna do that?
4: Uh I Yeah. Sorry, sorry listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. uh, my memory, man, my uh my, my Yeah, There's there really, is only uh, there's I only so long
0: you. There's uh, only so long you can keep knocking that excuse, my man. <laughs> <laughs> uh Seven minutes. You
4: know, Let's just go for it. Um, I'm gonna do it because right. I want to uh, try again. And um, uh,
0: so, how many sorcerer points you got there at this uh, this level, bud? I have. Um, I got three. All right. Well, if you want to blow two of them on doing this, you can. <laughs> never mind. I'm no. Sorry. All right. All right, guys. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that 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 was that was. Uh, I was on really, the edge of my seat found- for that one. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have Yaku. What are you doing? Um, I'm casting uh, Entangle. Okay, okay, okay. So Entangle must succeed on a strength saving throw. What's your spell save DC, sir? D- 13? Thirteen. Okay. So we're gonna run that and see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make it. Uh, I, I think I think the entanglement's not going to work super well in the, uh, I don't know, it, it's it's too slippery. Gotcha. Too, let's, let's, go with, let's go with Slippery, but uh, it does break out of that.
2: Slippery sounds good. I am going to use my um, uh, bonus action of Combat Wild shape. I'm just going to um, turn into a dire Wolf in, in my turn.
0: Alright. Cool, cool, cool. So that's your turn. Fetral. You're up.
1: All right. So what I am trying to do is too far away for. So I have to make a new decision. I am. I'm going to go ahead and use Vicious Mockery. Okay. And insult it, hoping that it fails its wisdom save.
0: All right, what what insult are you using for this uh, giant snake monster?
1: I would insult you, but Mother Nature seems to have beat me to the pun. <laughs> oh,
0: nice. Uh, fantastic. Okay. In this meat tube. So it's got a save on Wisdom, right? Yeah. Which is not this thing's strong suit, uh, except it is today. <laughs> Uh, and you're, maybe it doesn't understand comment mister. or something, but your vicious and mockery does nothing. So far, you guys are uh, not doing great here on your first round. Uh, but now the snake's up.
1: So far, my vicious mockery has never succeeded at anything.
0: <laughs> one of these days. One of these days, it will. you'll get better at it. Uh, and so it's going to move up uh, around right here here, we're gonna say it's Solgrid who is right up in the front lines just because it's uh, gonna be easier to do that. So this thing like effortlessly slithers- no, let's try that again. This thing effortlessly slithers to the water, which is a really hard sentence to say, uh, if anybody wants to try. But it does, and it gets right up there, rears back, and is going to strike out at you uh, and try to bite you. Which is gonna be a 17 versus AC, does that hit? No. It does not hit. All right. Uh, you saw it coming. It, it telegraphed its attack too much, and you dodged right out of the way. Fantastic. Uh, so then right after that, we're going to have you, Solgur. What are you doing in response? I'm talking with my warhammer. Fantastic. Roll it. Oof. Yeah, no. Nine is uh, nine is not going to do it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it's uh, th- this is a... This is a slippery boy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to use my uh, my bonus action for Compelled Duel. What, is what does that do?
0: Uh, compelled Duel, you attempt to compel a creature into a duel. One creature that you can see within range must make a wisdom saving throw. When a failed save, the creature is drawn to you compelled by your divine demand. Uh, for the duration, it has a disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than you, etc, etc. Each time it attempts to move on a space more than 30 feet away from you, has to make a wisdom save. Alright, just wanted to cover that really quick. So it's going to go ahead and make that wisdom save right up the top and gonna to fail it. it actually fails to save for once uh so you have compelled it and for whatever reason this uh, it sees you as the tastiest morsel on this platter and uh yeah you're you you've got it ensorcelled anything else you're doing no Cool. cool. uh john it is your turn i think you're in range right next to Solgrid there gosh please do something because nobody's damaged this thing so far
5: all right and it's across the water from me right now
0: uh i mean i'm assuming you are over here with everybody else um it's it, it is kind of hanging out up uh, where soul grid is and just kind of in the general group space okay yeah uh-huh. see
5: i was looking at the duplicate one perfect yep that's yeah oh okay.
0: which we can uh okay. tell you what we can we can solve that problem right now bam okay thank
5: you <laughs> all right um, I, uh, I take out my sword and try to stab, uh, stab it in the side.
0: Go for it. Roll me a hit dice. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So you actually, uh, with 15, you hit this thing, you take out your sword and just rattle its bones and roll some damage on that. All right. Not the, not the strongest hit, but, uh, you, you do chip a few old bone pieces off of there and it it makes a startled hissing sound. But with that, we're gonna go back to the top of the order. Mosher, we're back. What are you doing? Are you there, Mosher?
4: Out of character. Um, So I have three sorcery points and then four first level spell slots and two second level spell slots. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, my chill touch is a cantrip. uh, Correct. So I'm good on those. Yeah. Uh, And... um, yeah, so I'm going to try to cast that again.
0: Go for it. All right, yeah, 20. Uh, not that but that absolutely hits, so go ahead and roll that damage, bad boy. Nice. Uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> Ooh, shit, all right. So uh, yeah, you reach out with the spectral hand and just grasp this thing right around you know what would be its throat, but I guess it's kind of its spine, and uh, it recoils in horror. Uh, and that was a a pretty pretty solid one yeah and um and it, there's more it, yes uh so <laughs> uh
4: on a hit the target takes uh it can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn um and uh if um it att- attempts to attack me it has to roll with disadvantage
0: fantastic all right you guys are uh kind of tackling this thing sorry i'm just reading soul grid's uh compelled duel thing here because i have never seen this in a D game and this is new information for me
3: well it doesn't matter now because someone else attacked it and hit them. Uh
0: okay
4: um and uh i um sorry guys i'm this is all this the battle is new to me so this is gonna be a rocky level so for my um what's it called for my breath weapon would yeah. that if i was going to use quicken spell so it says when you cast a spell that has a casting time of one action you can spend two sorcery points to change the casting time to one bonus action uh yeah would, would that work
0: for i believe so i think i i believed your your breath thing was a bonus action already but i could be wrong about that
4: would it tell me if i just uh
0: um, yeah, I mean you should have it written down some Yeah. No. I mean, like... no. Oh yeah, regular action. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, you could use quick and spell for that if you wanted to. Alright, let's just go for it because so I want to try and hit hit this. Alright, cool, damage. cool. So uh fighter. Alright, so use quick and spell, you spend your sorcery points. Uh so and then yeah, you so just And this is the first time you guys have uh yeah, yes, yes, Fetral? You got something to say there?
1: Yes, Voice away points.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I'm practicing a voice <laughs> for later. Um, <laughs> anywho, so this is the first it's, time it's you guys- Is voice
1: are... for later a cab driver?
0: Uh, God, I'm, I will kill you. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so this yeah, is- I'm
4: talking, or is this just the husband? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, if it was the husband talking, I wouldn't survive that. Um, anyway, we all know that to be true. So, anyway, you guys, this is the first time that you've ever seen Mosher do this crazy shit, and he just, like, rears back and huffs in a big breath of air and just blows out this cone of fire right in front of him. Oh, crap. Uh, it's not a good idea, but I mean, no, to- totally fine, totally great no, idea. because
4: look at everyone in front of me.
1: Yeah, between him. Oh, and his that is true. I
0: totally <laughs> forgot. I forgot. positioning, but he said uh... he's going to do it, so we're going to resolve this. Um, so everybody is going to make a dex saving throw. Who's in the way? Which is going to be Fetral. uh Basically, everybody except Yaku is going to make a dex saving throw right now. Yeah, Soul Grid is fucking great. He's good with the 20. Alright, John with the 13 is not going to make I don't think. Um gosh, Mochar, what's your constitution modifier? Two. Two plus proficiency. Actually, yeah, I think the John does make that then. Woo! Uh, cause that's gonna be a a 12 DC. Uh, however, Fetrol is also good. So that being said, all of you guys are in the what who are, are in the way. Um, are going to take half damage, but uh, did, did you, so yeah, go ahead and roll damage for this there, uh, Mosher. It's going to be 2d6, I believe. Half as much. Yeah, but we're, we're Okay. Right. To, did, yeah. did the 2d6 snake six means did it has a minimum save? of two. Mm. Uh, the, I, the snake absolutely does save, yeah. Alright, so that's six, so you guys got off lucky. Uh, Soul Grid, federal and uh, John—you guys all take three points of damage from uh, Mosher just blowing up and throwing fire out in front of him. Uh, the snake saved, so it is also going to take uh, that three points of damage, uh, and it gets singed a little bit. But yeah, way to, way to go big or go home there. All right. <laughs> I'm uh, the, sure
1: the god of clumsy appreciates your devotion.
0: <laughs> 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 Sorry. Oh man! All right, so <laughs> I think that's all No Share is going to do. Yaku, you're up.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to take advantage of being a dire wolf, and uh, uh, I get uh, advantage on my attack roll with the uh, pack tactics. Or, um. So the wolf has advantage on a top roll against a creature if at least one of the wolf's allies is within five feet of the creature and the ally isn't incapacitated it's to assume by looking at the map that that
0: is the case uh yes
2: so it's, what does that mean i get an advantage to my attack roll
0: uh so you're gonna go in and basically you're rolling twice and get the uh you take the higher number so you oh, can awesome So you can actually go into your yeah you can go into your sheet and toggle on the advantage thing that's right in the top center of the uh the character sheet and you can just roll as normal and on top of that i get plus five to attack i'm gonna go for a bite okay
2: Um, i'm gonna go for whatever kind of neck there is that i'm seeing
0: go for it you just rush up there and uh you tackled that snake monster. Um, so yeah, you're you're absolutely going to go up and just shred this thing. So roll damage on that. What's your damage on your bite attack there?
2: The hit is a two d six plus three piercing damage. If the sure. target is if the t- if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a DC thirteen strength saving throw or be knocked prone.
0: All right, cool. cool. So that's going to be a nine total, I believe, since uh, you didn't have the plus three in there. So- All right. So yeah, four plus two and nine. So you you just rush up and uh, leap into the air and grab this thing by the throat and don't take it down, but uh, you you pull a couple vertebrae out and it is not happy with you in any way, shape or form. You yeah. all right? So wolf out of nowhere, you guys are getting burned? Like you, there's a there there's some chaos in this battle. That being said, everybody actually, uh, fetchul, we're gonna have you go first.
1: I'm going to go ahead and closer to it now that it moved, so I am going to do a thing that I cannot scroll while I'm also using push to talk. There do we go. Do a thing. All right. I'm going to hope that this thing isn't very charismatic.
0: <laughs> it's just... It's all good. Yeah. Anyway, Fetral, what are you doing?
1: I am going to go ahead and try i'm gonna go ahead and try and use a spell thing that i haven't used yet
0: okay go for it
1: i am going to cast bane on this thing because i'm going to assume that it's not very charismatic
0: uh no no it's not 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 extremely um bane up to three creatures of your choice that you can see within range must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target that fails the saving throw makes uh, an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll d4 and subtract that number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. Fantastic. All right, so you are turning this thing with bane But if this is a
4: creature, to... then so wait. So it's not a creature?
0: Yeah, you can. No, you can do it. It's just I was I was misunderstanding. I was brain failing at what yaku was talking about with his spell talking about creatures um so we're gonna go and retcon that and say yaku what were you trying to do with making the thing like prone or something
2: yeah, just it just said that if uh if a creature if it is a creature they have to roll um they have to roll they must succeed on a dc 13 um strength or they are or they're knocked prone after the bite
0: okay we're gonna retroactively do that because i want to keep this consistent uh because there was a question brought up about it uh you, and, and if there's one and a half people listening one people one person will tell me that i'm doing this wrong but <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: Who's the bad
0: um person? gosh and what's this dc on that there wayne 13 13. uh yeah that's not gonna make that so sure this mm-hmm. thing has been knocked prone by your jumpling biting grapple attack and it's going to lose its movement the next turn for sure, if it was going to move. Uh, so all that happened. And so we're going back to Federal. You've cast Bane. Um, it has to make a Charisma saving throw as well. Let's see how that goes. And that is also not going to make the saving throw in Charisma. Uh, so that being said, this thing is is Bane, I guess, is the correct term for that. And... Uh, Cool. While you're concentrating on that, that uh, subtracts a d4 from the number rolled from attack and saving through rolls.
1: With that said, I'm going to move over here, okay, and end my turn. Oh,
0: All right, over there. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so this thing's going to go next. However, in the meantime, everybody make a uh, perception roll for me, really quick.
2: Um, Chris. Yes, sir. Um. Just for a heads up on a dire wolf, um, they have key hearing and smell, so the wolf has advantage on, on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. Just what are you?
0: It does in fact rely on hearing, so you can roll with advantage on that. Thanks for pointing that out.
2: Thank you for being a fantastic DM.
0: <laughs> oh, I feel so I feel so loved. I'm not, but thank you. Um, um where's my perception? <laughs> Monday. all right well soul grid and federal for sure don't notice a thing
2: on, let's
6: see. just say
0: that right now with a they rolled an eight and a five respectively okay cool cool oh. cool uh so yeah you have still had advantage turned on so uh on that first roll you got a nat 20 there Yaku. uh oh, really? so Yaku, john and mosher uh actually john and mosher the, I mean, it's a pitch battle. Like, there's lots of noise. This thing's hissing at you. Like, there's water rushing in the room. Beyond all that, though, in, like, the din of the battle, you you think you hear a voice coming from somewhere else, like, in the cave, but it's really hard to make out and really faint. And you just hear, like, this, this very faint, distant voice coming from somewhere uh, that you think is probably kind of close to the snake, but it's really hard to tell. Yakoo. Yeah, uh, since you got that nat 20, you hear a, 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 a little voice very distinctly, and you hear something saying, oh man, come on, dude, that was my favorite rock, dude, come on, damn it, this always happens to me, Uh I guess it's fine, uh, alright, and that's basically all you hear in the six seconds of your of your round, but you hear, um, so anyway, the, it's gonna get back up and rear back, and I think gonna try to attack the wolf it here. Eats- and yeah, right, I'm going to so just tell you made that. <laughs> okay. I
1: targeted yes. it. Yes. It failed its save. Yes. The target that failed the save, whenever they make an attack roll.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Or a saving throw or attack
0: roll. Okay.
1: So it, okay. it failed. It doesn't have to testing it. It is being as you can subtract that from its All right. thing with this.
0: Uh yeah, that's that's very much not gonna hit anyway. It's uh, I guess it took all of its energy just to stand back up straight in the first place. Uh, so it completely messes you with that. And that's its turn, because it got up. Soul grid, you're right there. What are you doing? Go try and smash it. Smash it.
1: Smash it with the hammer, hammer man!
0: Yeah, eighteen for sure hits. Uh, you rear that hammer back and bring it right down and you just knock a whole line of ribs off the side of this thing
3: and also and also i can um and activate
0: divine smite okay yeah you're you're a pally bro you do smite what does that do um so as a
3: i don't it is neither an action or a bonus action It's something that i can do on any attack as long as it hits i just have to expend one spell slot Mm -hmm. and it does at first level 2d8 damage
0: okay you rolled 3d8 there
3: because it is undead i get an extra 1d8 shit
0: okay that was a okay that's a really good 3d8 roll so gosh i'm I'm trying to trying to figure out what smite looks like but yeah you you bring that hammer down and then you just like call out in a holy fury and just call forth like this blinding, brilliant light to, to to you know issue forth and and just just scorch this thing. That it's the that's a twenty point hit. That's massive, and uh, it screams in absolute horror. This thing does not like that kind of radiant energy at all. Uh, but yeah, you it's it's looking pretty rough now. That was a that was a really big big hit. Solid job there, sir. Uh, anything else you're doing? No. Cool. Um so then John, you're up. All right. This, this thing just got blasted with holy energy. It is not seeing the light. It's it's not looking it's not looking great. All
5: right. Uh, I would like to run and jump on its back and try to stab it in the head. <laughs>
0: okay. Um so first things first, if you're going to do that, you are going to make an athletics roll what are we trained for uh-huh. <laughs> Don't oh really shit it's, it's always nat john with these stupid nat 20s oh my god yes yes oh. Yes, yes oh man all oh. right
6: four, so four. you
1: it's what john does
0: you yeah you parkour the shit out of this you jump off the cliff edge and you just like grab on one of these ribs uh that this thing has sticking up and just swing yourself up on top of its back and you get your sword ready to bring it down right where the, the skull meets the base of the spine. So roll roll the hit on that, and don't fuck it up. Sure. And it just shifts, and you just lose your footing just a little bit, like you're still on the back of it, but you did not manage to bring your sword down. Like, that looked really cool, but you don't actually do any damage. But you are... But uh, you are right on top of this thing, and you're holding on for dear life. Uh, when we come back. Uh, so Mo Cher, it is your turn. Keep in mind, John's now on top of this thing. If we're doing any kind of crazy spell work, that's a, that might be a concern. Uh, yeah. A friendly
1: DM, you are.
4: John might not uh, have thought this one through. Yeah. I guess I'll go with uh, I'll cast magic missile.
0: All right, go for it. So just uh... that is. Did 20. you? So that's that's definitely. More than one d4, so you should be rolling three d4 for that bad boy if you're doing it as a uh, first level. So that is a four, a four. Wow! All right, that, four, four, four. That,
1: that's he roll That's a a one d4 plus one on each of those. So he rolled yes. a three, a three, a three.
0: Correct. And so then. still a really good hit, uh, and it's a good enough hit that. I mean, magic missiles is a spell that you don't have to worry about uh, hitting anything because it always, always hits. It's just damage. So that being said, John is safe, but Mosher, how does this thing die? Ah, uh, um,
4: the uh, the missiles uh, shoot through its eye sockets, one through the mouth, and this thing just uh, some undead or expels from it and then get <laughs> sinking into the water
0: nice uh so yeah John shoots the uh, uh not John Mosher shoots these magic missiles out and just this thing this thing's head just explodes into a shower of bone shards as its body just kind of slowly starts slinking back and since you're a parkour master over there John you know you you kind of make it look cool so you're on its back and you just ought to wait for it to slowly sink down and just as it gets on the level with like the cliff that you're next to, you just like casually step off. <laughs> and uh just like that was what your your plan was all along. But uh yeah, this thing's dead. That was really disappointing. So Shit. would that
1: be charisma to make him roll for swagger
0: Uh <laughs> no, he's he's got he's got way too much. I'm not gonna make him roll for that. That was too cool. Um God, that was really disappointing though, because that thing didn't hit you guys once. Mm. <laughs> that was good. I mean that it, it's it it, it would have hurt if it did. Damn. All right. I'm going to throw something else at you. Anyway. so <laughs>
1: oh, no. yeah, God, Please be careful, y'all.
3: I mean, you say that, but how many spell slots did we just use?
0: Uh, a couple. I mean, I think Share used like one and you used one. Uh, used one. Fetrol, I don't know what you used. Yeah, he I used one. one. All right. Well, burned a lot of spell slots at least. So there's that. The snake's dead and uh
1: i'm gonna go
2: i'm gonna go straight i'm gonna stay in dire form and go down to like right where i heard the voice and um investigate
0: all right yeah yeah make an investigation check
5: yeah yeah i'm gonna head down there with him
0: and like while you're while you're going down there like you hear this little voice again and it just says something like um well i guess that guess that serves you right man Uh, yeah I mean, yeah that it sucks that you're dead and all, but uh, God, that's, yeah, I mean, it's tr- trespassers, they get what they're gonna get, I guess,, oh, shit.
2: We can't tell where those voices are coming from
0: um it's you you can narrow it down um so you, with the, with the twelve on that you 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 get within like a good ten foot range and you're just like it's definitely coming from here, but you don't really see anything. Like, you see a bunch of... You see some rocks, and you see water swirling around. You don't see anything in particular. John, you also said you are going to check this out, right? Yep. Uh, Roll an investigation check for me, John. Pull out those big numbers. Mm,
4: Please.
0: (laughs) Also a 12. All right. um, So I'm going to say that neither one of you guys uh, on your own could have done it. But since you guys are searching together, I think you can kind of, you know, triangulate and figure this out. And what you... What you find it is the only source of this voice that you can uh pinpoint is just this little rock that's about two feet by two feet across that's just hanging out in the water down here and sitting on top of this rock which is now like surrounded by the remnant bones of this giant snake that are slowly being washed away there's a crayfish there's a little there's a little there's a little crawdad sitting on this rock and it's just got a it, it's got its, its little claws up and it's doing a little snip snap and uh, as you guys get close it kind of looks up at you
2: I'm going to um,
0: turn into.
2: I'm going to turn into the hat as well. Wait, 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 wait,
7: wait! You, you, you can, you can do this.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch shapes. You,
0: you, you can just become anything.
3: If he sees it, yeah.
0: You Shit. Can, okay. As long you as it's not like
3: a, a, a yeah, magical being or something yeah, like that,
2: you can magically assume the shape of a beast that you have seen before. You can stay in a beast shape for one hour. You then revert to your normal form unless you expand another use of this feature. You can revert oh, your normal form from either by using a bonus action on your turn.
0: Fantastic. I, I I gotta play Druid more often. Gosh, I didn't that they could just become anything.
2: They're they're uh, a little OP the first uh like five or six levels for sure.
0: Man, that's baller. Okay. So you turn into a a, a crawdaddy as well. And now John you just see you to see two little lobster boys chilling out in this rock. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, and,
5: I'm gonna,
0: <laughs> and then uh, so yeah, could you get down there and you see this guy up close, and he like waves a claw at you, and he's just like, "Hey man, what's going on? Haven't seen uh, haven't seen one of me around here in a long time. What's what's up? Greetings. Huh. Yo, hey, how's it going?
4: I think all crawdads sound like <laughs> taxi cab drivers, right? <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I don't, believe I, I don't believe I
2: caught your name, sir.
0: Oh yeah, sorry, man. To- Where are my manners at? I'm Santiago. Santiago, it's a pleasure to meet you. You too, bro. What's uh what brings you down here to the uh to the uh, to cool crab cave? Potentially, the same reason you're there.
2: Uh, exploration, I believe.
0: Oh man, I totally wasn't trying to explore anything. I just found myself here, dude. I don't I don't even know how it happened, right? I was just like you know, I was on the beach, right? And I was looking for some, some of those some of those fine craw honeys. And I was just I was flexing, trying to show off a little bit. You know how it is. And uh, and I, I you know got swept up in a wave. And gosh, before you know it, got tumbled around a few times, and I found myself in this crazy ass place. Like no no craw honeys. like no, no 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 like no crawdads at all. Uh, and there's all these weird glowing crystals everywhere, but they, they're <laughs> I feel so chill next to these crystals, man. Like, it's really, it's done wonders for my anxiety.
2: <laughs> is everybody else in the conversation as well?
0: Um, if anybody's close enough, yeah. Like, the, the voices are really, really small. Um, so John definitely is going to be there and hear it. But if anybody's wandered uh, close enough, yes. Um, how long do you think you've been here? Man, I don't know. Passage of Time's a strange beast. And um, gosh, but...
2: <laughs> you still fine. Uh, in
0: yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I gotta think on that later. I, but um, gosh, um, I mean, I've been finding some some cool fish to eat and everything, and I haven't really gone hungry. Couple weeks, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Somewhere around there. It's hard to say. There's no, you know, there's no sunlight down here. You can't really count days.
2: Have you have you met anybody else on your wondrous adventure?
0: Oh man, I I saw that snake come through here a couple times. Never really stopped to chill out though. I tried to talk to him. It's you know, whatever. Um, that being said, before I get too deep in this, um, Solgrid, uh, is wanting to search the body, uh, if possible while this is happening. And yeah, um, Solgrid, you don't really find shit. I mean, it's a, it's a big skeletal snake. It didn't really have anything on it. Um, it, the, the only thing you could find is, hmm, Solgrid, make an investigation check. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going to say you can fi- probably find this because you saw it during the battle because you were up close to it. But while it still had a head, this thing had like this uh, this strange kind of jewel set right in the middle of its forehead. And when its head blew up, that kind of flew off into the water somewhere. But uh, I think it's heavy enough that it probably sank and the water's not that deep. So you see a little shiny rock and you uh, are able to pick that up. And you find this large kind of turquoise jewel that was uh, set on top of its head. And uh, yeah, looks like it's probably worth something
1: does it seem evil to him with his divine sense? No, um, no, have any fangs. And if it did, I'd like to take one if it's easily accessible.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, you can, you're going to have to pry it off of like a hunk of jaw that flew <laughs> off, but you can, you can probably go and, uh, get you a fang. Uh, but yeah, you also got this, uh, got this fun little jewel.
4: Fetch roll. I, I, I had the same, uh, same thought. It's a uh, great minds thing. alike. I was hoping to pick up a fang as well.
0: Yeah, I mean this. I mean, if you want, if you want like the main like scary snake fangs, it's only really got two, so like you guys can each take one. But uh, yeah, that's 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 as far as that goes. Anyway, so back to this uh, thrilling conversation between two crawdads. Um.
2: So I, I asked him about the rock that he mentioned earlier. That I overheard. I overheard you speaking of a rock. Tell me
0: about this rock. Oh, dude, it's so the one we're chilling on right now. It's, like, a really cool rock, right? It's, like, it, it's not too hard. Like, it's got this nice little algae on it. It's, like, a nice little soft carpet pad. Like, it's, it's great. It's, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of my rock. Like, as much of, as much as any of us really own anything, right? But, like, yeah, I, I don't like people, people trampling all over my rock, right?
2: So this is the extent of your existence for now?
0: Uh, I mean, this, this whole chamber, yeah. I haven't really been able to get out because the current's kind of strong, you know, and I'm not a great swimmer. Like, ugh, I... Yeah. Are
2: you are you are you ready to get out and get back into the waves,
0: sir? Oh hell yeah, man. Yeah. You 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 guys you guys gonna catch some tasty waves? Well we we uh, we are looking to get out. Would have any any
2: information that you can tell us uh, about
0: your space here. Oh dude, uh, I mean I don't know what there is like a... to tell. Like a
1: adopt a crawdad.
0: Uh, Pardon me? <laughs>
1: Said, "Are we about to adopt a crawdad?
3: We gotta get in some honeys, man. Some craw honeys. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Like like, I'm I'm looking at him
2: on my shoulder for a little
3: while. Uh, Was the name Sebastian Santiago? Santiago
0: (laughs) 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 under the sea. Um." yeah, he says, dude, I don't know. I don't know how much I can tell you. Like, I've I've kind of been stuck in this chamber for a little while. Uh, I mean, I can tell you, I've seen the big snake thing uh, a few times. That was kind of weird. Like back where I came from, we never saw those. Uh, what, I mean, the, there was also seen? what's that?
2: What what other what other sort of some uh, what other uh, sort of creatures have you seen?
0: Oh man, some there's some some random cave fish that looked kind of kind of scary a few times. There was. I think I saw this. once. I might have seen a dude that looks a little bit like you, but like like way paler. Like he didn't get out in the sun very much. Uh, and he kind of he kind of wandered on by. Didn't really pay me no mind though. Like and then the, there's
1: like the crawdad or the direwolf or one of the people with him.
0: Oh, uh, like uh, oh, I, I forgot You're still in in crawdad form. Shit. I'll um, tell you what.
2: If it helps you, I could be in elf form, and he can be on my shoulder now.
0: Sure. He he's really down and like yeah, he he will totally ride along with you. So he yeah. says uh uh yeah, it's like that, man. It's like a it's like when you told you it's and uh, it's kind of pale. And he he only came through here once. Uh and then like maybe once or twice. I saw this this old lady, I guess, that uh, that came through here. But which, which yeah, direction this... did the lady go? Oh, she went. Ah, uh, she went up like right behind you, and he like motions with his claw and kind of points off this direction toward the the, uh, the opening. Uh, you yes. Guys
2: yes. Uh, before the snake came, we were we were getting ready to venture that that direction. Have Have you gone there yet?
0: Oh, I haven't, man. I I haven't been able to get off that uh, that wall. It's kind of. It's pretty slippery. But uh, I mean, I tried a couple times, and I was just like, "Isn't it more chill down here? Like, why not just chill out, bro, and just see where life takes me?" But yeah, if you guys, are, I'm, I'm, I'm down for adventure. If you, uh, if you guys wanna, want check it out, I'll, I'll totally come with.
2: Do you, uh, do you have any sort of tricks you can do,
0: sir? Uh, oh, tricks? Oh, gosh, tricks? I, I wasn't ready for this. Hang on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a character sheet for Santiago, but I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna sort of roll this and and see what happens. He he's gonna roll an athletics check really quick. I think he does a backflip. He's my best friend forever. Uh, yeah. He 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 just like hunches down a little bit and just like hops up and does a quick little backflip and lands again I on your it. shoulder. I love it,
2: <laughs> Santiago. You 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 might be my favorite companion.
7: Awesome, dude. I think we're gonna be great friends.
2: I take out my little pipe that blows bubbles, and I start walking uh, this direction <laughs> with Santiago on my
0: shoulder. Gosh, you're just a, you're just becoming such a whimsical character. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. So if everybody's agreeing to go that way, and, and nobody else wants to do anything else, you got a couple snake fangs, you got a strange jewel off the corpse, uh, and you made a new friend.
4: Yes. Uh, hey, Yaku, um, would you be interested in uh, casting your spectral projection to see if we can get a better look at any of these paths?
2: 100%. Um, down, down the path, down the hallway that we looked at briefly last
4: time? I believe, uh, if memory serves, there was one path that looks like...
0: Uh... So you guys got a, a few different ways here. So you, uh, there's this one here, which is kind of the riverbank that you came along in along. You have this one up here. And toward the end of this one, it kind of turns from transforms from a cave into more of a like a carved kind of shape, and you see what looks like a carved stone doorway at the end of it, and you can't see much beyond that. Uh, and over here, you don't really know because you guys haven't really gone over here yet.
4: Hey, uh, craw dude, which which way did the uh, old lady go?
0: He uh, he points his claw kind of this direction.
4: Uh... I don't know, Yaku. Do you want to? Would you want to investigate it before we uh, slide down there?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the direction we went earlier. Um, I, I can. Uh...
4: Does that does that expel uh, energy for you, or would this?
2: Uh... No, no. Oh, it would be a spell slot if I did that light. But I, I have um, I have darkvision at the very least. Um, okay. Like if I see if I see anything that like causes us that we would need to do this spell, like maybe hold off. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, maybe uh, if, well, I guess group, what do you think? I mean, do we want to just try and go this way then and not waste the spell slot, or are we thinking about going the other ways?
1: We should just go the way the crawdad said the lady went. Yeah,
0: um, yeah just I
1: agree. head on down.
4: Let's just go for it.
2: All right. Our totem
0: All right. Uh, so you guys head that direction, and it's not really very far, and you can go into this kind of, this cavern uh, cave passageway. And it's probably 50, 60 feet or so that it slowly transforms into this carved uh, structure. And everybody who's approaching this doorway because you see this open door frame and you see some lights beyond it and some uh, some, you know, it, you know it opens up into a larger space, but you can't really see any details. But everybody who's approaching it, make a wisdom saving throw. That's which I think is basically everybody at this point. All right, silver. So 22. Mo 15. Okay. Okay, okay. Ooh, nice little twenty from uh Fetch. Ooh, John, if, Nat one. If, uh, <laughs> okay. Here goes okay. John, John, clunking it up. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's get Yaku's roll and then we'll deal with that. Um, and Yaku, you're at eleven. Okay. So here's okay. how this gonna be. Um, yeah, it's cool. Soul Grid, Mo Share, and uh, Fetch Roll, You guys, um, you feel a little bit uneasy going in here, but. Other than that, it, you've, you're you're pretty okay. Like you get a, a a mild sense of anxiety when you look at this doorway, but other than that, you're you're pretty good. Uh, Yaku, you are pretty pretty uh pretty nervous. i was trying to think of a cooler word there. Uh, you sure. have some trepid You have some trepidation going up to this doorway, and you're you clenched. really what's that?
1: You're clenched.
0: Yes, he's clenched. Going up to it, but you are <laughs> willing through that, and you're pushing yourself onward. Like you're you're like 350 years old. Like you've done scary shit before. Totally cool, John. You are fucking terrified. Um Fantastic. You you are you refuse to go a step closer to this doorway. Oh. You're just like, nope, can't do it, won't do it. Humiliating. Kind of <laughs> push him down.
6: <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Can I slap him?
0: <laughs> Can you do what?
1: Can I slap him?
0: Um. Yeah. So you. Uh, yeah. You just slap him across the face.
1: Yeah. Is that a strength check that I have to roll, or what?
0: Uh, no, don't worry about it. But John, how do you react to this? will just smack <laughs> in the face. I'm gonna stay. I mean, it's a net one. I think
5: I have to snap out of it a bit, but still be terrified, and then look at her and ask, "Why the hell did you do uh, this? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just sh- yeah, he, st- shocked and stunned out of it. But uh, can I? Does that mean are I can't gonna... pr- proceed?
1: I'm trying. Uh, to, I'm trying to do like a damage, a, a point of damage, snap <laughs> out of it. Because okay, then,
0: okay, fine, okay fine. Sure. These
1: kind of effects are are lifted or negated in some way by taking damage.
0: Okay, sure. Um, oh, that's if smart. you're smacking him. Roll a roll a d six.
7: That's smart.
0: That's more than a melee attack.
3: Oh
6: shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, um, a normal melee That's is why like 1d4.
1: A strength it, attack.
0: Is it 1d4? I thought I was going to say d6. Well, then then roll a d4 then, federal. If we're going to say it's a d4. Cool. So you do a point of damage uh, and don't just completely just knock John on his ass. John, go ahead and roll another wisdom save cuz you you've snapped out of it and you're kind of coming to. But go ahead and knock another one out. Yeah, you're you're still pretty damn scared with that yes. six there. But um, I, I mean, Federal John really doesn't want to go through that door.
2: What what is the door made of?
0: Uh, it it appears to be some kind of stone. Uh, if you want to get more specific, you you can make some sort of check on it. If you're what are you, are you trying to find out more information? Yes. Okay. Make um hmm hmm what would what what would identify rocks be uh, I guess a nature, nature. Shack. You be, yeah, I used should be pretty good at that, so make a nature safe uh yeah, it's definitely stone that's five that's a <laughs> it, it is carved stone of some variety and it has a I'm slight really dare you. it has a slight yellowish color to it and that's that's mm-hmm. about all you get. um yeah, I believe the word has John just runs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's D D. It's entirely possible. Um. Anyway, so basically, what I'm getting on is Federal. You're gonna, you or somebody else might have to like j- drag John through this door, kicking and screaming.
4: Let's pick him up, Federal,
0: or else convince him some other way. But he he is not willing to go. Um, Bard, sing, sing him a tune. I oh, mean... that's that's an idea. You could sing him a song of inspiration.
7: Yeah,
1: I could do that. How would you like me to do that? Chris, like, um,
0: uh, I mean, just, you can, you can use your bardic inspiration if you want.
1: Uh, Brad, my strength modifier is zero. So it would have been one damage.
3: Yeah. I was correcting. I got it wrong too.
1: <laughs> and, but what did you say, Chris? Sorry.
0: Um, if you want to use your bardic inspiration, you can give him an inspiration dice to overcome this, this in Kent sphere.
1: I mean, he still only rolled a six. What does he have to have to overcome it? Uh, Oh, I mean... It's only going to be a d4. Oh,
0: is it only d4 at this point? You only have a d4? I thought you got a d6. Oh,
1: it's d6, yeah. But he still has a good chance of fucking it up. (sighs)
0: Uh, Okay, I want to move this along. So how about you... Does this burn a spell slot for you?
1: It's an inspiration. I only have two of them.
0: Okay. I mean, you, you don't have to if it burns a resource... Aaron um, and I
1: are picking him the fuck up and
4: okay. just, <laughs> him. Like, we just grab cool. him by both arms and just drag. He's like kicking, yeah. literally kicking and screaming. Okay. He's not
0: going to, he's not going to fight you too hard on that, but yeah, you, uh, apparently soul goes droning in with a 17 strength roll. Sure. You guys just, you know, very easily pick this guy up. He's not very heavy. And you walk in and you carry them and you guys all go through this doorway. And I'm going to describe this really quick and then we'll drag you over to the map. Because you go through the doorway and you see some real crazy shit. So you walk through the door and you find yourselves in a space, uh, a vast space that is larger than any structure you've ever been inside in your lives. Directly in front of you stretches an ancient walkway that extends for several hundred feet before forking off to either side. And directly in the center of the crossroads appears to be some sort of wood growth, uh, reaching down or out or up uh, from parts unknown. Below the walkway is a yawning cavern that falls away into darkness, but in the void lay structures, hundreds of them, mirroring almost exactly the one that you're standing on. Hundreds of roads and crossroads and pieces of tree or wood or whatever it is and thousands of lights making it seem like you're walking over the night sky. In such a space, you would expect every sound to produce an echo, but you notice that the whole chamber is eerily silent. And what's more, you get the oppressive feeling that you just aren't supposed to be here. And you guys are going to enter from about over here. And so that's, uh, that's the space you're in. It, it is very, very, very large, very deep. And in the center, there's some sort of big tree thing. Well, I want to walk up to the tree. All right. you you walk up to the tree and as you do, uh, you, you you just feel like there's ambient magic surrounding you. Like it's, it's nothing that necessarily seems uh, like defensive or dangerous, like a ward or anything. but you definitely just get this ambient sense of, of just something magical here.
1: Are there any rocks on this walkway that we're on that I could just, like, kick off the edge to see how long it takes them to fall and maybe make some noise?
0: Uh, Probably a few, yeah. You kick one off? Sure. Uh, You kick one off, and you wait. And you wait 5 seconds, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. A minute passes. You don't hear anything.
1: I'm gonna play some music on my lute just for shits and giggles.
0: All right. The am are just, you know, just for shits and giggles for a performance check.
1: I have push to talk on, and so I cannot click on my screen while also holding down buttons because it's annoying.
0: these these first word problems.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling a performance check.
0: Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's it's good traveling music. You guys are uh, you're jamming out to you right now. So yeah. Is it you're-
1: resonating in any way in the cavern? Does this sound like a natural environment or?
0: Uh, no, it doesn't. God it would be so fun if any of you guys was a ranger I'd, yeah but uh, does, no
5: does it do anything to assuage my uh, previous terror from the door before?
0: um you come through here and and after you've come through the doorway you it, it definitely dies down and you just have this kind of background feeling of existential terror uh that that a lot of us have going through the day anyway um but yeah, it's manageable. It is it is a manageable level of existential anxiety.
5: Okay, so I'm no longer completely frozen in terror. All right.
0: Yes. But yeah. So that's what you guys have. You have this, uh, this big tree up here. Um, off to kind of the left and the right up here, you see other paths going God knows where. And then on the other side of this tree, there's another path going straight forward the direction you came in through.
2: It's going to be, or Yaku's going to be very... Um attracted to this this tree in this spot and um i want to investigate further would, would i do nature or perception uh yeah um, for sure roll a nature history. check
7: and more than, li-
2: more than likely he's going to be um wanting to do a quick little meditation there
0: yeah um, uh yeah i was what? hoping i was hoping you do something like that so this is going to be fun uh cool. um, what, do, what do you want me to roll roll a nature check
6: oh Ooh. shit okay Ooh.
0: that's a nat 20 for yaku's nature check this is fantastic
1: he can tell us that rocks are rocks. What can he tell us about the
0: tree? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, about the tree, you... Okay, so Yaku, you get overwhelmed. Um, you get a lot of information at the same time. At first, you realize that uh, because of the structure of it, and you go up and you feel the bark, and you look at, you know... It doesn't... The the weird thing is that it, it, it's in the, the shape of a tree and the structure of a tree... But it looks like a root system. And it looks like a tree got stuck in upside down because these are roots coming up, Roger,, uh, out of the ground. However, based on like the the feel and you know, you taste a little bit, I think, and you look at it, and you just, this is not any tree that you've ever encountered or heard of. This is something entirely different. And you get this just, you're doing a nature check, so you're not really like diving into this magical field that Solgrid is feeling here. But you get just this sense of of deep, deep magic within the roots of this tree uh, that you can't really suss out uh, more information about. But it, it, it's very there, and it's almost overwhelming. And also, you get kind of a background sense, and you get kind of an undertone of not quite decay. But you get this undertone of sickness, where like you know, if you're going about your druidly duties and you're tending to a grove or whatever, and occasionally you would you know come across a blighted tree or something that's that's sick and needs to come down or something. This almost feels a little bit like that, where it's alive, you can feel the life coursing through it, but there's something wrong with it. So that that is that is what you can gather.
2: I'm gonna sit there and uh, so do go into a trance just for a little bit. Uh, so I'll you know, I was gonna need to sleep.
0: Yeah, time. so you sit there and go into uh, a trance. Uh we'll we'll deal with, with that yep. in a second. Is anybody else doing anything? I wanna touch it. Okay, yeah, you can go up and touch it. You've already seen Yaku go up and touch it. Um, you go up and touch it and and also get this very strong sense of some sort of magical energy. Yep. Anything more specific here, uh you're doing there i mean it's a nice tree it feels it feels cool i guess
1: i mean the crystals in the other place turned us into weird hippies so i really think that it's a valid test
0: Mm uh yeah i mean nothing's wrong has happened to yaku yet he's just kind of chilling and going into a trance and you see like santiago and his shoulder just like really chilling out and vibing i don't know what to do guys what was that there yaku
2: I mean, I'm in a meditative state, but I was saying to someone, why don't, "Why don't, you see what happens if you, if you're interested in cutting the root or something?"
5: I
1: mean, I would definitely try to cut off a piece of the root, but I also don't think that Fetchall would go touch it yet until he talked to y'all. The- God damn it! I don't want to party. Fine, I'm gonna go over and talk to y'all and be like, "The fuck is going on? It's a tree." Why is it underground?
3: It's not just a tree, though. It's like an upside-down tree.
1: So where's the rest of it? I'm gonna. Can I walk over to the edge right here and look over and see if there's an upside-down tree underneath us?
0: Yeah, make a perception check. Yeah, with a 15. uh, Yeah, you can kind of look around the edge and you see the, the stone walkway that you're on has kind of a rounded structure uh beneath it and underneath where the tree roots are coming out there's kind of a rounded stone dome that you can see but there is no there is no top of the tree however as you're looking down you do see that something not exactly the same but very very similar is repeating on all these platforms uh that are very much like the one that you're on that are below you you also think you see like somewhere a couple levels down uh you think you see movement uh on one of these bridges, but you can't really tell. It's pretty far away.
1: I'm just gonna yell out into the abyss below us. Lenore, Etna, Tamra,
6: <laughs> Dolores.
0: By your powers combined. <laughs>
1: I summon thee.
0: <laughs> um nothing happens.
1: Damn, I was really hoping that would work.
7: Yeah.
4: Um, i like to look up. Can, can I see anything above us?
0: Yeah, you see uh, kind of the same thing. As you see below you. You're, it, this is just a massive cylindrical chamber with these structures just like going all up and down it. Do these little like,
3: I don't know, fire pillar things, do they do anything?
0: Uh, They are not fire they're uh they're kind of glowing yellow crystals uh, and they're all they're, they're all kind of these crystals that have this uh very warm light emanating from the center of them uh
4: i'd
1: like I'm gonna to touch them.
0: Yeah. you're gonna you're gonna do what
4: <laughs>
1: go ahead mosher
4: i was i was thinking the same thing again we uh two peas in the pod
0: but <laughs> I, I didn't hear
4: sense, so what are you guys doing we're touching it
0: oh touch it um Okay, yeah, it feels vaguely warm to the touch. Uh, you get a you get a, a sense of warmth, and and that's that's about it. Mosher maybe maybe get a little sense of
4: uh,
0: arcane. some sort of magic, some sort of arcane energy, but nothing nothing too crazy.
4: If uh, if I take one of these uh, crystals with me, will it maintain its uh, light? Uh-uh.
0: You can certainly try. I mean, they're pretty big. I'd say. Uh, each of these crystals is probably about a foot across and a couple of feet high, so they're probably they're going to be pretty damn big and heavy. Oh, okay. I thought they were
4: like little piles of. Hmm.
0: No, there's there's pretty gigantic individual crystals. Okay, then. You can definitely try though.
4: I uh, actually, I'll
7: take out my uh, dagger
4: and strike it and see if I can break off a piece.
0: Uh, sure. Make a strength check. And that's a 13. Sure, you can chip off a little piece of it. Um, when you do, a little sliver of it kind of chips off, and you can grab that, and you, uh, you're you kind of watching it as you take this piece off, and the spot that you chipped off kind of glows a little bit brighter for a second, and then slowly, 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 the the crystal that you chipped off starts kind of filling in, and it grows back, and within a few minutes, the, the crystal's whole again.
4: Does the piece disappear? or Does it remain? Yep.
0: Piece is uh, still got that. It doesn't glow or anything. But you got a you got a chunk of this crystal. It's kind of it's kind of clear and a little bit cloudy. Well, a little bit cloudy, cloudy white.
4: Um, I pick it up and, and does it? Uh, if I if I bring it back near its original crystal, does it gain any of its properties again, or does it maintain white?
0: Nope. It does not. We're I, I appreciate that we're doing science here, guys. This is important investigation stuff. Uh, but make make sure you're writing it down though, because it's only science if you write it down. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you uh,
1: and reporting,
0: yeah, if you bring the if you bring the crystal back, nothing happens. It just it stays kind of inert. Okay, I'll I'll leave the the shard where it lies.
1: I, I started trying to write this little ditty. I started out with this little light of mine, <laughs> let it shine. But then it it just didn't keep shining, so I had to give that one up.
5: You kind of had a hit on your hands. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wonder is the, are these I wonder if these crystals are kind of like the pupa form of the crystals in the other cavern that were that was causing everybody to go all hippie. And and
1: I mean I think they're a different color entirely, so they would have to have like a major metamorphosis.
4: Um, did, uh, did Mm. someone pick up chalk, uh, any piece of chalk when we, uh, were at that house?
1: I mean, Yaku probably still has some in his pockets on accident.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If Yaku hasn't washed his clothes, uh, that's probably, probably a good, uh, good bet.
4: Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking, uh, this is going to be very maze-like, um, as we, as we move about this area perhaps we can leave some markings on the ground to uh, help us retrace our steps if if need be.
5: But one of the candles on the ground, we got seven of them. We should have grabbed uh, the other three. I,
4: no, I need to keep them in case I'm going to do some special uh, I need a seven-pointed star. Uh, fair point. <laughs> should have <I> <laughs> picked the other three. <laughs> no, no, but a candle would be too temporary. If we just leave little markings, you know, uh, as we move about I think that should be sufficient, right?
0: I, I appreciate the fact that you guys have emergency mood lighting. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's
0: like if we good. need to get romantic right the fuck R- now.
4: R- yeah. We
0: I'm yeah, uh,
4: okay. Actually, okay. Let's do this now.
0: Uh, let's do what, Mosher? So I have uh,
4: I'm you know, since you mentioned that, I'm going to withdraw my candles. And use uh press to uh light them. I'm gonna place them in the shape of a of a seven-pointed star and light them uh diagonally, uh each one.
0: Okay. And, where are you where are you doing this? Uh, just like right. Uh while this is happening, we'll jump back to Yaku really quick because he's deep in meditation. And while... message to your DM? Yeah. Yes. I did get that. Oh. Um so you're you're deep in, in thought in this trance here and you can definitely feel the presence of of mistra here she's not really speaking to you but um, the the kind of sense of her you know being there and, and watching out for you i guess is a good way to put it it's just going to it, it fills you with a a sense of inner peace and I don't know when you're coming out of this meditation, but whenever you do, uh, you're going to get a uh, point of inspiration. Cool.
2: I'll I'll dip out now if they're starting to to move um... and
0: <laughs> do something. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So you have an inspiration point. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so Mosheer, you're lighting a. Seven pointed pentagram somewhere. <laughs> what makes sense? I, I really was not prepared for you trying to do that. So I'm trying to figure out what the hell makes sense here. <laughs> that was that was not something I had a uh, I had on the old back burner. <laughs>
5: That's kind of great.
0: Okay, so you light a seven pointed pentagram. Make a wisdom save for me. Make another wisdom save. It's going to be a different one, but.
4: I rolled a nine. Let's
0: nine, see. yeah. You, you, you get the sense of of just something being here, and there being a presence in this place. That's attention has been drawn to it, but that's about all you get. It's a passing thought, and and nothing, nothing really comes of it. Mm. All right, I'll uh, I snuff out the uh, the
4: candles and put them back in my. Bag. All right. Um, should be. Uh, looks like. I mean, should we head down one of these paths?
7: Infinite time loop. But what, what was that there, Yaku? It's an infinite time loop. There's
2: infinite regress going on down there. That's definitely a theory.
4: Well, we've got. Uh, we've got some. Door number one. Door number two. Door number three.
0: So from the center, I'll I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit more information from what you can see here. So up here, and what we're going to call the West Door, it it turns and goes to another archway uh, that looks pretty similar to the one that you came through. It's got some very faint runes carved over the archway uh, that you can't really recognize. Over here, what we're going to call the East Door. it's basically the same thing, another archway going off into what looks like another chamber. Um, And then up here at the north door, it's a little bit different. And instead of this archway, there's uh, a much smaller doorway that is kind of more not intricately carved and kind of rough hewn and like, somebody wanted to put a doorway into a rock face pretty quickly and just like did a slapdash job of it. I bet soul You can look at that and just look at the shoddy fucking workmanship and be disappointed. Where'd you Uh, like Chris uh, up here on the North doorway. That's what that one looks like. Um, And then yeah, East and West you have two archways that look pretty much like the one that you came through.
1: Are the um, markings over the one we came through and the other two similar enough that, like, they all look same, same, or, like...
0: They are the same type of writing, but they appear to say different things, or they have different symbols, at least.
1: Is there anything that I might recognize?
0: Uh, Make a religion check. Actually, no no no. no, no, no. Well, cool. You're, you got the 10 for religion, so you get a double chance at this. I, I revised my statement to say make a history check. So go ahead and roll history too. Yeah, you got a five on that. Not much better. Uh, in fact, considerably worse. Um, So yeah, you don't recognize anything about these.
1: It's not common or sylvan? No.
0: Any any chance is it that. druidic? No, it is not. And and what's uh, the roof
2: look like? Can we see the roof? I forgot
0: um no um so looking up you see basically the same thing as you see looking downward the only real difference is if you look up you see a few layers of these things and there appears to be maybe a ceiling to this way way up there because you don't see like the infinite yawning darkness that makes you you know kind of shit your pants a little bit um but but up there you see kind of a a, an opaque reddish color that might be a ceiling but that's still hundreds of feet above you thank you all right, guys. What are we what are we what are we doing
1: so grid the 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 door over there that's all messed up um I, I looks like someone went that way pretty quickly would you agree I don't know he just told you Brad that you would recognize it <laughs> yeah you
0: yeah can. you would you would know it's not it's not great workmanship like uh so you 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 being in position of being a, a you know a dwarf and gonna racial stereotype but you know a thing or two about stonework uh and the literally part of my
3: job yes
0: yes and so the the stonework on these bridges and like the doorways and everything you can tell that it's extremely old like it's been here for a long time however it doesn't show a lot of signs of the typical weathering that you'd expect and like none of these things are collapsed like there's no big chunks missing like it's held up very well and this is whoever put this whole thing together did a damn good job of it um, but this doorway carved at the uh, the north entrance over here is not so much. And it's just like, hey, I wanted to carve out an entryway into something like pretty quickly and just tacked away at it. And it it, it it's jarring to you because it stands out from the rest of the structure.
3: Okay, so I'm sus- I am specifically suspicious of it because it doesn't look like everything else. Everything else looks good, nice, prim proper, and that one looks like someone just decided to try and mimic it but it doesn't look right yeah hey guys i want to go that way all right
1: going with you
0: me too all right so you guys are all heading this way awesome There's the uh weird yes yeah and you walk through here um again don't really hear anything out of the ordinary like this is a crazy quiet space and as you
1: you come in with us you've been this way before
0: no man, never been here before. It's crazy though, right? Like, oh God, my my eyes aren't that great, but like this place looks—it's really big. Crazy.
4: Now, it's, is Santiago still vibing now that he's away from the crystals, or is he?
0: No, yeah, he's yeah, he's chill. He's he's still he's still pretty chill. Righteous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see if he stays that way. That's a great question. But uh, anyway. So y- you guys are guys are wandering down that direction, and you see, like I said, this rough hewn doorway. And as you approach if it, I
1: perceive anything? I'd like to roll perception check.
0: Uh, go ahead. I have to assume we would all be doing that. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe if everybody wants to roll perception, roll perception. Uh, federal got an eleven and, and is not going to really notice anything super super cool. Rid sixteen, Yaku nine. Yeah, you got nothing. Mosher fifteen. Uh, John eleven. Yeah, you guys aren't. Super perceptive, I'll say. Grid and uh, Mosher, you guys notice kind of the most. Um, and I'll say, walking up this doorway, what you notice with those is that it seems like it was at one point sealed. And walking up to it, you see uh, just a bunch of broken stone that looks like maybe at some point there was some kind of seal or door on this that has been broken open or shattered or just weathered away over time you can't really tell but it's definitely not there anymore and it opens up into this other space that i'm going to describe and then we'll pull you over uh the room that stands before you if nothing else is very old now the stone of the floor seems worn smooth in places from years of use but the walls and ceilings seem to be barely holding together Large sections have collapsed in places, leaving piles of rubble littering the floor. In the small antechamber that you walk into, on either side of you there are two low tables whose use you can only begin to guess. Uh, both are covered in a thick layer of dust. The table on the left is also scattered with remnants of some sort of earthenware or pottery. Directly ahead, the main chamber is lit from the corner by a light that's difficult to source out, That fills over an overgrown pile of rubble that's coated in all sorts of just a lush carpet of plants and mosses. And the main feature of this room is an enormous metallic statue. It's bearing the image of a man in heavy armor with a cloaked face and both of his hands upon the hilt of a sword that's taller than any of you. Before him lies in the floor a carved relief of the symbol of a the, of the sun surrounded by faintly glowing runes and a language that none of you have ever seen before. And I'll
7: pull you over, and that is what this room looks like. You guys are entering. Actually in
3: yes. So there so, you are. I want to investigate the tables.
1: I'm going to start playing music.
0: Oh, I, I, did you stop at some point?
1: I, I, well, I was just checking for reverb. I wanted to check the acoustics of the room. Now that I'm in here, I'm actually going to try to play for at least a minute and and make use of my enthralling performance.
0: Okay. Are, are you trying to accomplish anything specific here with this?
1: I'm just trying to fe- see if there's any humanoids in the room who I might possibly uh, enthrall uh that are like invisible or something because i think that uh lenora etna tamra dolores is using some kind of invisibility spell and i want to try to find out if there's any humanoids because it's only effective for humanoids
0: uh yeah do you have to roll anything for that
1: i just have to play for a minute or they have to listen for a minute
0: okay so you start playing cool 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 um, I believe, Solgrid, you said you were investigating one of these tables? You mm-hmm.
1: have to be within right. 60 feet of me.
0: Uh, so make an investigation check for me, then. I'd like to investigate the tables, also. Uh, okay, Grid with a two, you... It's dusty, man. That's... That's not it. Like there's a
3: pot
4: here.
0: There's some <laughs> broken <laughs> shit.
7: Hey!
4: I'm,
0: uh... um, and who else? Uh, you said, Mosher, you're investigating as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, make an investigation roll. Uh, yeah, you, you you clear away some of the dust and you see some more broken shards of pottery and some tiny little scraps of paper that are floating about, but yeah, you don't you don't see shit either.
4: Anything observable on the paper that looks like like symbols or designs?
0: Or... It's not that you can make out now. Hey, Fetral, I see you on top of that uh, that stone symbol over there. You, is that where you actually are in the room?
1: Yeah, yeah I'm going to wander to the middle of the room and play my music in the middle of the room. All right, like, so here's... We, space.
0: All right, well, we got we to resolve this really quick. So, Fetral, you wander over, and you, I think at this point you guys have been in here for a minute and you've been playing uh, for a minute or so. Uh, and so far, nothing's happened. You know, this room actually echoes, so that's nice, I guess. Uh, and you you hear it bouncing around, but other than that, nothing. However, in the, in the course of your playing, when you wander up and stand on this uh, sun symbol, you start hearing something. And I think anybody who's in this larger part of the room can hear it as well. And I I, I was going to do something really cool for this, but I couldn't get my fancy software to work. So we're just going to you know do it in a lame way.
1: Fix it in but- post
0: yeah fix it and post so you hear this very very deep breathing sound and just like it, it it almost sounds like wind cyclical wind that's rushing through the room but if you listen enough, it, yeah they, thank you for thank you for the foley work whoever's doing that uh, <laughs> but you hear this very deep breathing and as you stand there playing it's not very long before you hear this very deep, booming voice uh, speak to you from the direction of the statue and says, Where do you come from?
1: Where do you go?
0: God damn it. <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> uh,
6: <laughs> <person> right now. <laughs> oh.
0: Jesus, I need more alcohol. Um. Okay. Anyway.
4: <laughs> magically, your water turns into wine.
0: Uh-huh. funny. <laughs> 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 Jeez. All right. So this voice says,
7: where do you come from?
1: And I say, where do you go?
0: And it says, and it, uh, it, it talks again, but this time it sounds more forceful. And it says, what
8: world do you come from? Out of character, I literally don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, uh,
3: you,
0: you guys, you guys all know. Um, I mean, you're th- this is the the, the more traditional D anD D setting, and like this is like you knowing that you're from Earth. So yeah, you all know that you're uh, the uh, the the world that you're from is called Toril. Uh, specifically, the continent that you're all from is Faerun, but. Uh,
3: yeah. Okay, I could have said Fairun, but I don't know Terrell. So, so I can't say it. This is one uh, three. Of all.
1: I venture forth from the town of Oriton, and from whence comes you?
8: And it says, I know not of this place, though I have traveled far. Again, I ask you, what world do you come from?
1: I come this way from the town of Oriton. On the. Landmass of Faerun. All
0: right. Uh, and he are, are are you wanting to answer honestly here, or are you wanting to deceive it? That's, I'm that's... not
1: trying to deceive it. I I okay. don't think that Fetral would actually understand what the question is asking. Okay. Like he's he's not he's <sighs> not gonna think about planes and <sighs> and things like that. Like his first response is gonna be like, "There's shit growing here. This is still in my world."
0: Yes. Okay. Um, so you answer that and the voice says That is most curious. You are not
8: the first visitors from this place that I've had as of late.
2: Would you
1: happen to know the name of other visitors?
0: And you hear this deep sigh that just washes over you and kind of rattles the walls of this room and you see dust falling from the the ceiling a bit onto you.
1: Because if it's cotton eye joe, I'm gonna be very upset.
0: <sighs> and the voice says I
8: know not names but intentions I care not for who you are but what you will do and I care to know if you are also betrayers
1: Well I can't speak for anyone but myself as a rule uh, However my intention here is to seek one who is lost as far as I'm concerned um and was wondering if you big scary thing might have possibly seen a woman around here
8: and it says a woman yes she spent much time here attempting to figure out why she wanted to be here at all and what she wanted from this place And whether or not she was going to follow the flow of fate or to stand against it.
1: I'd like you to listen to this little ditty I wrote called The Duel of Fates you've just reminded me of.
0: Oh my god.
1: (laughs) 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 Sorry. Uh, you can't uh, ask me to make musical reference. Like you you told me <laughs> that you were yes. gonna to try to make me sing songs of inspiration yeah. anytime yes. I used this. And yes. now that's all I've been thinking up is like a whole list of musical references I can make. So this is your fault, DM. This is, yes, is. you asked for this.
0: I, I did ask for this and I I am sorry. Um question. But thank you. Yes. Can this
3: being discern intentions without, like, us having to say anything?
0: That's a great question. How would you go about discovering that information?
3: Uh, So I am actually going to uh, make a case that because of my oath, if... This being is capable of understanding these things, it would know that I am not a betrayer. Because one of my four tenets of the tenets of like the tenets of the crown, one of the four things that I am is loyal. I my word is my bond, and I am
0: loyal to my oaths and laws. All right. Um, I mean that's well and good. Uh, you you are not actively the one speaking to it though. So if you want to jump in with something.
3: I have only just now walked into the room
0: Alright
1: I'm still talking to it, right? Yes What was the woman's intentions since you said you seek to know the intentions
8: Her intentions were perhaps noble but she was of course mortal and mortals are above all else weak when they desired power.
1: I resemble those.
8: And she was both and could not stand against the temptation of this place.
1: The temptation of this place. Is this uh, a place of testing?
8: It says, this- no, this is a vault. It is a prison. It is a safeguard.
1: Right. So she came here to stand in the way of fate, maybe, and her intention was to stand in the way of fate, maybe? I I might need you to dumb this down a little for me.
0: You hear maybe just a tinge of frustration in the voice. Um, but he...
1: It's not my intention he, to frustrate you. I'm sure <laughs> that you know that. Do you?
0: He says
8: your intentions seem pure but i cannot decide yet if you're as weak as others of your kind are
7: what is your name
0: um mosher make a Make a persuasion roll,
4: um, and then I'm sorry. Do I I have like charisma? Is that already?
0: Uh... uh, yeah, it's already in persuasion there. So you got an eleven there. Uh, and he responds. Doesn't look at you it's because the statue, you know, doesn't move. But he responds directly to you and says, "I've been called many things.
8: I've been called the father of the slain." The welcome one. I've been called the voice in autumn, the holder of keys, among others.
4: My name is Mosher. It's a pleasure and an honor to meet you.
0: He doesn't respond to
4: that. <laughs>
8: uh.
1: Well, sir, holder of keys, sir, we are seeking a woman called Lenore or Etna or Tamra or possibly Dolores. Um, on on behalf of her uh, her dear roommate Gerda who is concerned for her well-being is there any chance you could aid us in this quest?
8: The one you seek is beyond your reach now. How far I cannot say but she now possesses An artifact of very terrible power. And if you are to face her, I certainly cannot guarantee your survival. You can't guarantee anything, for you know not what you seek. But if you would like to right the wrongs of this world, I can help you in whatever limited way I can.
1: Of this world? Like, right here?
8: Big button. Of the world that you come from.
1: The wrongs, to right the wrongs of our world. That's a lot of wrongs. Are we talking specifically about what this lady did?
7: It says yes.
1: Okay, good. That, whew.
2: <laughs> I ask him what, what type of help is he able to provide us not in a challenging way like, but like in an objective curious way
7: he says
8: my influence does not extend to your world in any tangible way and I am prevented from acting however I can share what knowledge I have and that might help you, if not finish your quest, at least know where to begin.
1: Convenient, because beginnings are very difficult. <laughs> I'm curious, holder of keys, sir, o- Autumn Master, what what do you know of, uh, of Mistra?
0: He says, he's silent for a long moment. And then says
8: Mistra is but one of a few lone pillars trying to support the roof of a collapsing house. She stands strong, but her kind are few. And I'm afraid that before long that she may break.
1: Sorry,
7: please continue. It- yeah, that 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 was it. He just says, "I'm afraid that before long she may break." That was that was yeah. It brings me joy to hear you speak kindly of her. And he says, uh,
8: "She is strong and wise, but I fear that even she is not strong enough to stop what is coming."
2: And that must be one force. when
7: what, when what, 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 what was that there, Yaco? Must be one hell of a force then. He says. Yes.
0: Uh, Moshe, you said something?
4: Who are the other pillars?
0: There are a number.
7: There Seven?
8: Is. Perhaps. Their there numbers wax and wane with the tides. Depending on how strong a case can be made for it's not important what's important is the problem that you can solve the the affairs of the gods are are beyond you they are so far above what you could even even hope to influence that it's it's a futile effort to try but i i we are
2: here on behalf of the gods with all due respect
7: He pauses for a long um, moment and then says, "Tell him about the
0: table." Okay, you tell him the whole table story.
2: Just like really quickly, like just saying like I, you know, I, I broke bread with them basically, and just saying that we're we're here on their behalf. So, you know, basically giving them the, the context for the origin for these questions and, and comments.
0: Uh, okay, and so this then this voice makes a very low rumbling sound, and you see the walls kind of shake again, and more dust falls from the ceiling.
8: And he says, If that is the case, then things are looking very dire indeed. <laughs>
4: Do not underestimate us.
8: And then your quest becomes all the more important if they think that these things are somehow connected.
1: What, what things?
8: And he says, this, this place, this vault, was built to seal away something from the world which should never have been in it in the first place. Long ago, there was a book. A book that was not written, but a book that was bound. This has been the undoing of many souls who have tried to possess it. It was almost the undoing of your entire world, but then a few like yourselves, who were among the most powerful, among the most noble, the most able, even some of the gods were able to join, and this unholy object was sundered and torn into many pieces and scattered across your world and across others, so that it may never be united again and used for gods-know-what purposes." In this vault were a few of the pieces of that artifact. And the one you're looking for has succumbed to them and taken them elsewhere where I cannot say.
2: Can you tell us the next wise decision to find
0: this location? And he says, hang on. Cannot or will not? <sighs> Are you saying this out loud there? Uh...
7: Yes. So good. He says, The distinction
0: between those is sometimes very thin. Uh, but in answer to your question, Yaku, you respond saying, Sorry, what was your question again?
2: Just, I was the asking for the, just asking him for the next wise decision um, regarding you know, trying to find uh, the woman. Mm-hmm. If he's unable to tell us where she's at, then what would be the next wise step, course of action?
7: It says, there are
8: other places of power like this one other beings of power places in the world seldom touched by man that yet call to the weak will the weak-minded those who seek power and i would say if you'd like to find them Follow those who seek; they will be obvious to you if you know what you're looking for. And I can give you, for what it's worth, a prophecy. I'm not going to tell you that it's helpful, but you can do with it what you will. As I said, my hands are tied.
7: Yes,
0: and he delivers this prophecy which is written on the world's
8: bones bound within eternal flesh stained by titan's blood inscribed with creation's fire the tome becomes the author
2: it's written bound stained enshrined what was the fourth
0: Here, i'm just going i'm just going to copy paste this <laughs> in, the, in the chat window here
8: but if she has fallen under the influence of the tome, she will have no choice but to seek out the other parts but herself. And if you are to stand in her way, I'm sure she will make herself known to you sooner rather than later. So, kept in this chamber,
0: sorry, you cut out the first part of that sentence. What did you say there?
2: And these. These other parts that she'll be looking for, they're also kept here in this,
8: this chamber. He says, Some were, some have been scattered to the winds across the corners of the world. But there were, there were a few pages that were kept here. And I'm afraid that she has managed to make off
0: with all but one of them.
2: that she left behind?
0: Yeah. Any Anybody that is uh, still in the room make an investigation check. Oh, okay. So 17, 15, 17, 15. Okay, that's a fun little pattern. And 13. Yeah, you guys are all pretty solid. So you guys uh, are able to comb every corner of this room as, as soon as he says this. Uh, but you see that kind of Right at the base of this statue, like he's got his, his hands resting on the pommel of this this giant great sword. And right at the base of this sword, you see just this, this very slightly fluttering, uh, what looks like a piece of parchment.
7: And he says, My
8: abilities as a guardian are limited, but. I am not without some recourse.
7: And so you see that there?
0: Let's go over and pick All right, it up. So John, you're going to go and pick that up. It, uh, this, is, this is this is going to be really fun. Uh, so, But that is a really good place to stop and do a little bit of an intermission. So let's go ahead and uh, take 10 minutes and we'll come back and figure out what kind of crazy shit happens to John. John just went forward and picked up this sheet of paper. And here's what immediately happens here. Uh, John, go ahead and make you a a wisdom saving throw. Again. Wisdom saving throw. You walk forward and pick up the piece of the paper. And here's what everybody else in the room sees. John touches the sheet of paper and passes out. Dude just drops like a sack of potatoes. Uh, And if you go Check on him, he is still very much alive uh, and kicking. He's just completely unconscious. John, here's what you're seeing. You're in a room. You're in a very, very nice room, uh, very richly decorated with furs and tapestries and very expensive uh, furniture and this very long table set out with all sorts of, you know, goods and uh, you know, all sorts of like meats and cheeses and fruits and breads and just a, a feast is laid out before you. And you're sitting at one end of this table. And on the other end of the table is a very finely dressed gentleman who looks almost kind of bardish in style, like kind of the flamboyant type thing that like Vettel would wear. Uh, and he's sitting across the table from you.
1: Hey now.
7: And he says, "Well, hello there,
5: Man. Who might you be?" Uh my name, my name is John Hammerstuff. But don't let that fool you. Past my, uh, my, my ancestors, all sailors, all sailors. Who are you, and how did I get here?
0: Oh my name's not my, my name's not important. But are you gonna help me find my friends?
1: It's important. His name is important.
0: Hmm.
5: You, you you, John didn't hear you. John, John doesn't hear anything. Uh, what are your friends? Well, see,
7: me and my friends
0: got separated uh, a few years back, and it's been dreadfully lonely without them. And gosh, if I could just find someone to just help me track those boys down and and get the gang back together again, it'd be a, Everything'd be right as Ryan It'd be fantastic. Would you help me do that, that—that
5: ah, That is a strong possibility. Uh, you know, can't really find anyone without a name. What, what, what are their names? Oh, their names. I'm well, we're going to put up posters. Possibly ask around at a tavern.
0: <laughs> that's, that, that's a strong possibility. You're funny, John. I like you. I like you a lot. And, and, and for that, I'll, I'll tell you. And th- their names are and he makes some kind of sound that doesn't seem like it should come from a human's mouth. Um, and it, it, you just hear like incomprehensible, like guttural noises of some kind. Uh, and you're going to take five points of psychic damage. So you just, just go ahead and mark down. You, you took five pounds of damage from that. And he said, and he says, uh, well, I, I hope that was helpful. Oh,
5: my God. That's their name? Are they from up north? All right. Well, I guess I see why you're not. Uh... <laughs>
0: quite, quite, quite far north, yes. Oh, fascinating.
5: Uh, so how, how exactly did I get here? I grabbed a piece of paper that was at the uh, bottom of a statue. It's the Guardian. Are you the Guardian?
7: Oh, that, that old bastard. Not me,
0: no. I'm, I'm the piece of paper, John. Well, I guess part of me is a piece of paper. It gets very complicated, actually, but... To, to, to simplify it, I'm, I'm the paper. Let's just say that for now.
5: Alright, and let's say that your name would cause me great psychic damage. What is a name that I could call you without, you know, blowing my ear holes out?
0: Oh, that's a great one. How about, uh, how about Roger?
5: Roger. 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 Jolly name. I'm a jolly fellow. So where exactly? (laughs) Just got it. Uh, (laughs) Uh, where, where was, where was the last time you saw your friends?
7: Oh, that's, uh, that would have been ages ago. Wow.
0: Well, we were all together quite uh you know snug as a bug in a rug, as you might say. Uh, we somewhere on the astral plane, I believe, but uh we we, we journeyed around Fireend for a bit, and uh went up north, went down south to the east, to the west, kind of all over the place. we We were we were traveling entertainers, if you will.
5: Oh,
0: I've got a friend, and uh, there, were, there were there were just a there were a few folk that that didn't like our show. and so they decided to break the band up if you if you want to put it that way but uh it, it's been long enough and it's time to get the old band back together and and go on a reunion tour
5: <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know huh i do have a friend on the outside who uh would would fit your your crew, but uh, I'm taking it by by your saying. Oh, you
0: have a friend on the you, you, who was who your friend on the uh, outside? Federal,
5: you ever heard of him?
7: No, but I'd like to meet him. Uh, he's Vethril, he's, yes. Vethril.
6: Hmm.
5: All right. Seems a little bit ominous.
7: What's Vethril's last ah, name?
5: You're not getting that, friend. I, I, something's a little bit off about you. Ah,
0: oh, yeah. No, I had to try, yeah. didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a cheeky bugger. I'm
5: going to take it but, but, by you saying that there's that ages and ages and astral planes that you aren't exactly from this plane, this this world.
0: Oh, not quite. No, um, John, make another wisdom saving throw. Wisdom zero. This is terrible.
7: <laughs> oh, uh, 15. Um, the 15 not bad.
0: Um, so, as you're. As you're sitting there and you're having this conversation with your jolly friend Roger, uh, the uh, the stuff on the table that's kind of separating you two, all the, the meats and cheeses and whatnot, it kind of like flickers for a bit and almost seems to like wink in and out of existence and gets kind of fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um but but he he's still there. And also everybody uh, on the outside uh, looks like John's like dreaming. Like he get his eyes are flickering around a lot. Like he's in some kind of REM state. Like his breathing's pretty quick.
1: Is he gripping the paper?
0: Yes, very strongly.
1: So if I went and tried to like pull it out of his hand with my foot, like it would might tear the paper.
0: You can try.
2: Prehensile so foot.
1: Well, like, I, I mean, like, I don't want to touch it with my skin, so, like, kind of step on it and pull, the, like, just apply pressure to the paper and try to pull it away from him.
4: Wait, 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 I'll, I'll cast Magic Hand to try and grab it.
0: Oh, there's a good idea. There you, you go. want do Mage Hand?
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, that one.
0: Uh... Okay. Yeah, Mage Hand, uh, and that's got a, I know, Yeah. It can't move more than ten pounds. It weighs less than ten pounds. I know the mage hand has a strength score. I believe that I'm trying to find what the strength score that would be. Ten pounds. Yeah, I I know it has a has a strength score though. Um, But anyway, go ahead and um, yeah, make a make a strength check with your with your mage hand. Like it's got the paper for sure. Like you can grasp it. But make a make a strength check for me.
4: Pull a seventeen.
0: Okay, so a couple things happen here. You are able to grab that paper, yank it right out of John's old hand with the mage hand, and you have it there, floating, hovering in the air. And you you get like some kind of visual weirdness. Like usually when you cast mage hand, it's like this big old spectral hand that kind of appears and like and you can move around and whatnot. It's you know, it's it's fun and silly, and. Usually it's just kind of there uh, until you decide to end the spell. But it looks like it's kind of struggling to to maintain cohesion. Like the fingers kind of start like trying to shrivel up on themselves. And it looks like the spell is trying to actively reassert itself. But it's it's holding onto this paper. And John, this vision that you were having, it is just, it's over. It's gone. Uh, all of it disappears like that. You wake up and you see your friends standing around you and see the room that you were in. All right,
5: I guess I'm going to get up and uh, ask how long I was out for. How, how long was I out for?
7: He was out for like a few minutes.
5: That's it? A
1: oh. couple, couple minutes. You, then, you, good? you look a little worse for wear, therefore.
5: Yeah, yeah. I met someone who might be of your ilk, but maybe a bit too dark even for you. Uh, and I convey <laughs> all that happened. That's racist. <laughs>
4: I uh, dark, dark, uh, dark in the evil way, yeah,
5: right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, because Fetral's okay. mischievous, not evil, so I was, um, so I convey True. everything that happened to me. Do I can I remember everything that happened in there? Oh,
4: okay. yeah, So yeah.
5: I convey that Remembered to, very to the group. Should I don't all. think
1: we should touch that paper,
5: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. The- Did
1: the Guardian respond in any way?
0: Um, when you come to, he and you you pull the paper out. Uh, which, by the way, paper is not in any way damaged uh, at all. Uh, you pull it out, and John comes back, and the Guardian says,
7: "There may be hope for you yet."
0: Well, that's
4: good. <laughs> uh, the the welcome one may if may. We ask your permission, or hmm, is there is there a way that we can uh, maintain hold of this this paper with your permission without uh, falling ill to the 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 ways that our friend just did?
8: He says It seems like you've already got uh good taste for the dangers that particular artifact can it seems like you've at least for now discovered an effective way of manipulating it I would say keep that up definitely don't use it no matter what it tells you no matter what it offers you and it will offer you many things it will offer you things that it may very well have the power to give. But it is not a bargain you want to strike. You will lose yourself in that thing. Anyway.
1: Well, then I definitely think the paladin should be the one to carry that particular artifact.
4: <laughs> is this like the type of thing that like it has to like come in contact with like flesh in order to. Have its effect, or was it like a?
0: Uh, I mean, it looks that way at least from John's experience, but you, you, you don't really know what this thing is or what it can do. So it it can do that, but as to what its other abilities are, you... if I, it is.
4: Uh, um, soul grid, may I attempt to place this item in your in your sack? <laughs> Easy.
6: <laughs>
4: open, open that sack up, boy. <laughs> and uh, I is that a, is that okay, Solgrid? Does that seem like a good?
7: <laughs> that doesn't
1: sound like enthusiastic consent.
4: <laughs>
3: Having another man talk about my sack isn't uh, isn't what I was expecting today.
0: <laughs> oh, you should always expect that, Solgrid. Uh-huh.
7: Oh,
4: shit.
0: You're traveling federal, yeah.
4: Alright, all well, and then I'll
0: try to uh, place the... So you basically top. are ma- mage handing it into uh, Solgrid's bag? Yeah. Alright, cool. Uh, so you pull that off, and that is safely tucked away in there. Nice. Alright. Um, the
7: welcome one... Thank you
4: for this information. Uh, is there, do you have any knowledge of the best path to take um, out of this place so we may search, uh, continue our search?
7: He says exactly
8: the path that he used to come in. All right, then. And he puts a lot Wait, of emphasis on the word exactly.
1: We'll be going then.
8: And he says, I wish you good fortune. And, and if you do manage to succeed,
0: we may see each other again someday. Thank
1: uh, you. Until then. So. All
0: right. Um, so com- one more thing to to, to do. Uh, when you guys were investigating the room earlier, um, you got a couple 17s and then stuff in there. You found the piece of paper that was at the base of the statue, and you also found another item, and the only other really interesting item in the room. Well, well, actually, you found. Okay, let's do no, let's do this. I was I was debating on whether or not I was going to tell you something, but you did find an item, and you find a wooden staff that looks like this, which I'm posting a link to, in the Roll Twenty chat. Ah, uh, you find something that looks out like that, and is somehow magical. You don't know exactly what it is. You'd have to figure that out. Uh, but you do find that thing uh, leaning leaned up in one of the corners of the room. I'd really like to to, to take a look at that. Yeah. Um, do a do a do an Arcana check for me. Well, uh, yeah, it is some variety of magic staff. It's got power in it. Uh, uh, you don't know exactly what it is. If you spent some more time trying to kind of search your memory and figure it out, you could probably get there. Uh, but not right now. But uh, yeah, it's nothing that's kind of like cursy or anything. It's not dangerous, and it is a magical thing. i asked ask the rest
2: of the group if, if anybody is opposed to um, me spending some time with this. He wants to spend some quality time. with the that quali- staff.
5: Yeah, no, no, no. Spend some time with the staff. We got someone with the sack. We're we're federal. Play the music
1: <laughs> for for the listening yeah. audience. It is a staff that at the end of it looks like tree branches that have greenery on them.
0: Yes, thank you. I should have described that better. Uh, not, so, it's basically
2: it, it's basically porn for for this druid. <laughs> yeah, I figured,
6: I
7: figured it would be. You, I want to
2: remind you of my like, shillelagh cantrip as well. Yeah. Because That's the
0: thing. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho. Um, so, Yaku's got that. And, and also, i got to figure out what everybody's investigation rolls were. I think Mosher finds that staff and he hands it to Yaku. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solgrid in investigating the room, and, and I think you, you, you just had a feeling about like one of these tables because you were drawn to like one of these tables out here as soon as you walked into it. And I think in exiting the room, you kind of make another pass at it, and you do see something um, that is not carved, but it looks almost painted on to the end of the table, and it's a symbol. That doesn't look runic like a lot of the other symbols in this temple do. And it is a you kind know, of a black circle with a lawn drawn with a line drawn through the middle of it. It's like a Yeah. Like a black circle, vertical line splitting it right in half.
3: The center of the Deathly Hollows.
0: Yeah, sure. Something like that. Uh, I, I don't have an exact picture of it because I haven't drawn it yet, but uh <laughs> At some point, I'll get that to you. But yeah, kind of, kind of looks like that, and it's just this weird symbol that you find, and you, you're not really sure what to make of it. But uh, that's
7: that's all you guys find in the room and checking it out.
5: So we're we're heading outward.
7: Exactly the way gold. we came in.
5: That's what the guardian said.
2: what did you say?
4: Um, I'm uh, I'm leaving a piece of gold at the foot of the statue, for uh, an appreciation for its uh, information.
0: Cool. All right, I will I will I will note that. So you, you leave a piece of gold at the foot of the statue. He doesn't really seem to say anything further, uh, and this this breathing noise even kind of stops and quiets down as you leave. But uh, yeah, so you guys head out. You go back into the temple and you are uh passing around by the tree and i'm assuming you're you're heading out this this direction which is the direction you came in
1: i mean that is exactly the way we came in
0: cool 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 uh so you do that you pass out through there uh you find the tunnel and wander your way back into the magical little crystal cavern where like, you know, you guys have overcome the effect of the crystals, but it still just feels really, really chill in here. Um, cool. And Without so
1: touching it to my skin, can I break off one of those, uh, to like feel good crystals? Yeah, sure. Um, I I'd like to take a piece of feel good crystal.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I won't even make you make a strength roll on this one. You can just you can just break off a piece of that. Be uh, be careful with those crystals. I, uh, I've seen bad things. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah the 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 only thing that you really notice when you do that is like you just get like the briefest of some of sensations like somebody's like really harsh in your vibe, uh. Uh, but it's like it's it's a bummer. Um, but other than that, you're you're good and you take a crystal and it uh the uh in oppo- in opposition to the to the crystals you found in the temple there. Uh this one does keep glowing after you break a piece off. It just you know nice.
1: Hey, yeah. so, go this is your last chance to stay uh at your favorite little rock here. You, you you sure you're good to come with us?
0: Bruh, I'm so good. Like I'm 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 ready to get outside, man. I got I got things to do, I got people to see.
2: You got but craw honey.
0: Oh, oh, you're, yeah, you're great. Um, sure, you can grab that too. Everybody's got their own little special rocks they found in this journey. It's like a little geology scavenger hunt. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a fun little field I'm trying trip. To feel like
5: I should grab something before I leave, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want a little, want a little souvenir? Yeah, yeah, John needs a souvenir. Mm-hmm. Can you get a tooth?
0: I mean, yeah, it's a couple people got teeth. Uh, but there were only two I teeth. I don't know, John.
5: Nah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, it has more teeth. Like, it only has the two, like, big snake things. Like, it has more nah, teeth. Yeah,
5: I don't need a tiny teeth. I need big teeth.
4: Big teeth, okay. John. Well, Moster just flicks it to him. Here.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, and, cool. Uh, uh, you guys are keeping track of all this shit,
5: right? Down in your inventory. Yep, yep, and I flip him a uh-huh. uh, gold coin in appreciation.
0: You guys are just tipping each other and tipping the statue, and it's like, God, this, this, this is the underdark, guys. It's not America, Um, anyway. This is America. Oh God. Um. So yeah, you guys are back in this chamber. The way you came into this chamber was way off over here, down this river. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you're wanting to head out of the cave entirely, or yeah,
7: yeah. All
0: right, just making sure you guys
4: don't want to go back and get lost in that maze behind yeah. us. that we just left. Yeah, I'm, or just we
7: could check out
4: cliff, maybe
1: that we still haven't gone. But
4: I'll be perfect. Like uh, I want, I sort of want
5: to, but I'm also terrified of what's going to be down there.
4: Well, he. I'm. I. I say this in jest. He. I. We were guided to leave exactly as we That's came. True. So, but we don't have to.
1: I'm pretty sure.
0: He gave us that You're paper sure? as help, but that Chris,
1: I'm gonna send you a text message right now.
0: Okay, hey, hey, look, secret
5: messages, uh, secrets don't make friends, Secrets don't make friends,
1: friends make <laughs> secrets.
5: Ah, damn it, all right, it on my own Jean Luc Picard.
0: Before we uh, before we move on, let me see what uh, the text messages I get gonna say. Let's make sure this is no gonna say, you I, suck. Uh,
6: Probably yeah.
7: <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, Petrol
5: at it again.
0: Uh, okay, so we resolved that. Um, uh, does anybody have any other things they want to do other than head out? Like, yeah, it's, this is this is you guys. You, you get the impression. I'm gonna I'm gonna strongly say this. You get the impression that when the statue told you to leave exactly as you came, it pretty much just meant through the uh, through the little temple portion. Like I don't think he was that concerned with what happens out here. So, mm. yeah, you, you you guys have
1: to explore. You could have got
6: you,
2: out of here We're exploring the other the other side of there with that little bridge.
4: Fetral, you uh, seem very intuitive. What would you recommend?
1: I um, I'm really curious about that other path, <laughs> the non broken bridge. Um, Santiago, have you gone over there?
0: Uh, yeah, I think I checked that out like once. Uh, down there, it opens up into like another cabin. It's like there's not any water over there. It's kind of lame. But if you go over there, it, it's it's really dark, right? Um, it's like this big old really dark cavern. I can't really see very far, so I can't tell you much about what's in there. But heard some heard some noises, and I decided to kind of peace out because like I, I just wasn't feeling it.
6: Mm, I think we should.
2: I'm,
0: I'm working over there. Okay. Um, sure. Just because I I made everybody do this the first time. Um, Yaku, yeah, make a dexterity check if you're gonna just like hop, skip, and jump over the rocks to get over there. Uh, yeah, you slip uh, and you fall in the water and uh, don't really hurt yourself at all, but you you fall and get really soaked and you're able to kind of wade over because this water's like. Two and a half, three feet deep, and you can kind of wade over to uh, the bank there and pull yourself out. I mean, it just takes you a long time, and you get soaked. But we are there. Ooh, cool. Anybody else joining them?
1: the stealth trek, a giant undead snake came and attacked us. Just, uh-huh. just a reminder to everybody to be stealthy. Okay. Uh,
5: I uh, John is going to go up and around the top and carefully shimmy his way and walk carefully over as well to provide uh, some more investigative power.
2: You guys are down to do... sorry.
0: Doug, what was that, Yaku? What are you saying? No, no, no. You should probably respond first. I apologize. Uh, that's okay. Um. So, yeah, John, if you're doing that, make a dexterity check as well. Ooh, yeah, you also take a dip in the drink <laughs> there. Uh fun, get soaked, and you also manage to slowly drag yourself up and just uh, wait over and, and drag yourself up, too. You guys are now both uh, quite wet and chilly, but you are over there. I, uh, <laughs> I would, I'd like to withdraw my rope and
4: use uh, Mage Hand again to fasten the rope um, over uh, in this area and help uh, just give us um, a sm- smoother passage
0: uh cool cool um yeah that's smart yeah thank you what were you gonna gonna say there oh well i just i just shared
2: it in the chat my um my pass without trace spell if you guys are interested in in doing more exploration but want to be more cautious i feel you on that that seems wise um i could do pass without trace um for us uh, and if you you can read the, the characteristics and stuff there if that interests you guys
1: I mean, I guess if we're all going over there, we can we can definitely go for it, and I definitely support using Path.
4: Yes, face. I would agree. Cool. Um, yeah, your? Uh, does that use a spell slot or anything? Um,
2: it does. It does. I have six.
4: Oh, all spot. right. Let's go. Mm.
2: Sounds
7: good to me.
0: All right. So you uh, have cast that. Uh, everybody's making their way over there. Yeah. I'll have to say
2: here. Here's here's one of the the stipulations that you have to stay with the briefing you me, um, which I don't think is too bad. At least for the scale, and, and if shit hits the fan, then we can figure it out then. Yeah,
5: we won't worry about being stealthy if it does hit the fan, anyways.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as long as as long as we're all together.
0: Yeah. Um, can- all right. So, uh, if everybody wanders over there, and your cat, you have cast passes Without a trace, correct? I do. Okay. So you do that just for funsies. Uh, everybody roll a stealth check and don't get a one.
7: <laughs> Son of a bitch.
0: It's like, it's a plus 10, so you're going to be fine unless you roll. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. Just, I, most I just told you. Man. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're so good at being. Okay. Yeah, that's that's plus ten still. It's like petrol's really fucking stealthy. Yaku's pretty good. Solgrid, what you got there, friend? I'm not at the keyboard at the moment. Okay. Why do
5: I always fail these things?
3: Can I can I roll stealth for you then? Yes.
0: Okay. Get in writing. All right, so we're gonna roll stealth on soulgrid sheet. but pra. All right, so yeah, he's. He's totally fine. He's rolled a uh, twenty-two. I had it under the DM screen, but okay.
7: It popped. Up for us.
0: You guys, you guys were going to be fine because Pass Without Trace is really fucking good, and you get plus ten. However, there are two nat ones in your group, and that is that that that's going to undo all the work of that spell. I'm sorry. I would have even probable. I would have even let it go if there was just one, probably, but two. God damn. <laughs> um okay (laughs) so you guys all get over there and you start walking down this other uh you know kind of narrow cavern way into you know what opens up into this next chamber and I I think what happens here is it like uh Mosher comes in and breathes in some cave dust and just sneezes uh, and has an allergic reaction and when he sneezes like there's a little bit of fire a little bit of fire comes out and like that that really startles John who's still kind of jumpy from the temple and he like yelps a little bit and now you guys are, are quite loud <laughs> and you right. is it the
2: same kind of sound uh, reaction at the other big ass room
0: uh, no 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 at all this is very different so you walk in and right. this is a gentle slope that kind of goes downward and then opens up into a big, 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 well, you think it's big, you can't see any of the walls or anything, but it's a big dark space uh, that in the distance, you can see some like bioluminescent fungi and some mushrooms and stuff. And maybe like a couple things that look like fires off in the distance, but it's a, it's a very large area. But upon entering, like you hear a lot of distant sounds and you hear things that almost sound like birds and you hear like, uh, weird croaking and like all sorts of these sounds in the underdark, kind of echoing around this space. Uh, and then you also, um, make make a perception check, everybody. Uh, okay, there, there's the twenty when you need it, there, uh, Mosher. There's that nat twenty you wanted, <laughs> and in that God. Why couldn't you roll that god on stealth, guys? So that's two nat twenties. Three, God! Wow. All right. So Mosher and frickin' Yaku and John all got nat twenty perception. So yeah, you guys uh, definitely see everything. Uh, you, uh, uh, Federal and and Solgrid, eighteen I'm and sixteen. Really proud of my 18. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you guys notice everything, and you like even the people without dark vision there can kind of see into the distance and see you're in a huge huge space and it's it's full of stuff um that we'll get to um but the more pressing concern is that you you very much hear footsteps coming toward you and there's a bunch of them uh and i think that's where we're gonna end it for tonight because <laughs> we're uh, we're about at three hours and what's that Nine sessions in a row we ended on critical fail yeah by yeah So in the next session, we're probably also going to open right up into some combat starting because that sucked.